0: Hey, welcome to the Strong Roots Podcast. My name is Kristen Hill, and we are so excited that you're tuning in today. Our prayer is that you would move one step closer to Jesus through this series. So go ahead and check out this next episode. Welcome to the Strong Roots Podcast. We are here and we are talking about seven habits to become the best version of yourself. And Dallin is coming and speaking, and I was just telling him beforehand, He's a man so filled with peace. Um, It's not only my opinion, but even people that I interacted with have talked about what a peace-filled man he is. And I know that God has brought so much more peace to your life in general. So I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. Thank you. Yes, so Dallin, why is peace such a huge part in being a highly effective Christian?
1: I think that our our goal on this earth is to you know, find people, bring them to Jesus, right? Yeah. And you got to kind of walk in a way that others can look at and say, "Oh my goodness, like, what does that person have? Like, what are they doing?" Right. You know. And I think if we are really anxious and really kind of pent up, mm-hmm. we carry that with us. People see that, right? And then they find out you're a Christian, and they're like, "I, I don't, I don't want that. I don't want any piece of that." And also, I think recently, like Christians take a lot of criticism as well. Right. And if we don't have ways to uh, process that and just kind of set that to the side, then people are like, well, okay, I don't want to be a part of an organization that makes me feel like you mm-hmm. look. You know what I mean? So most people's first interaction with Christians, or let's just say Christ, is through Christians, right? Absolutely. And so we have to hold that, I think, pretty close to us.
0: So how do you have peace in the midst of being criticized or being in conflict? Like, how do you actually... Or what? How do you do that? And what habits have you formed to be able to do that?
1: Interesting. Yeah. Um, I feel like. I feel like we have to um, understand first and foremost God's sovereignty. Yeah. Like we have to understand that um, things may not be exactly as we want them to be. Things may not be going the way we want. Right. But God wins in the end, right. and I can be as anxious as I want to be about something, but that doesn't change the reality of God's sovereignty. Right. And as far as like forming habits, um, I think trying to walk with him daily and trying to find parts of your life that um, bring you away from him. Mm. um, Those are parts of your life that you can offer up and say, hey, I'll give you this. And in return, I've at least personally have gotten back like aspects of God's character. Right. One of those being peace, which is like, hey, these things that I used to be super anxious about and used to have a really hard time with, I don't struggle with anymore. Right. And it it dissolves that, I think. And it, it's, it's a, I don't know if it's one-to-one, but it's certainly like the more you give, the more you get, you know?
0: Can you share an example of something that used to make you really anxious or really full of fear that now God has supernaturally given you peace in? Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> I mean, I could, there's hundreds of examples, but for me, the best, or maybe the worst. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, When I was young, especially like high school, early college, I was in that like super hyper political Mm -hmm. uh, phase of my life where I would just argue and start fights and I would find people that uh, believe different things just to like have the argument, just to kind of rile them up. And I felt myself constantly thinking about these events and these figures and these things that realistically I had no effect on. Couldn't really change, right? Right. And I'm a problem solver. You know, I see these problems. I'm like, man, I want to fix these problems. I want to fix them so bad. Right. And you realize I'm powerless. What am I going to (laughs) do about global war? (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. So as I've walked closer with God and found a stronger relationship, those things have just been slowly dissolving into Mm. the background where it's like, okay, I'm trusting God with this. Right. He's going to worry about it. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to worry about us, meaning, you know, my relationship with God and he'll take care of the rest.
0: Isn't it miraculous?
1: It's, it's like, (laughs) it's the most wonderful thing to feel your, your, at least for me, my deepest, like anger source just slowly dissipate and just fade to the back. And it's. It's nice. Yeah. You know, it I is. feel I feel great. I can yeah. wake up and not be angry at the sky.
0: <laughs> right, right. So how much do God's promises play into the peace that you have?
1: Oh my goodness. Um, immensely. I mean, this is this is literally what he told us would happen. He says, uh, you know, like when we pick up our cross, pick up his cross and mm-hmm. follow him, then these are the fruits of the spirit that he'll give us, right? right. He's like list them out for us. Like, this is what I will give you. Right. Um, and it's cool to see how the proportion works. Like the more we give up to him, the more he gives us in return. Yes. Um, and I think it really hits you where you need it. You know, like there's some things I'm pretty good at, you know, some things I'm really not like I'm a seven. So terrible at self-control. And one of those things is, is anger for me. Like it just, it it hits me in that way. So it's nice to see that here's what I'm going to give. Okay. Okay. I'll try it. I'll, I'll dip my toes in, and yeah. then I just get this immense, like, feedback in return, which is, it's incredible.
0: It is. Has anyone modeled peace for you in the relationship with God that influenced your decision to want to follow Jesus?
1: Um, yeah, I think, it's probably no surprise, but my biggest influence is my father. Right. He, he was just a very... Um, level-headed guy specifically later in his life earlier he was a firecracker just like me he could yeah. blow up at any moment but um later on as he grew in his walk with jesus yeah. uh, his peace just like emanated from him like mm. it was almost like do you know uh, the dude from like big lebowski yes where he's just so like sunglasses on not a care in the world yeah and he would make it abundantly clear that it was because of god mm. he wasn't like Saying it was anything else, he was like, no, this is, my faith gives me this, uh, awesome. this peace and this confidence. And I like wanted that. It made me hunger for it, I think.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's so good. So, Dallin, personally speaking, how has God shown you his peace?
1: Um, I think God, we're never going to, you know, see him in his full glory, right? Mm-hmm. The, the parts of Him that we are privy to are the parts that He allows us. That's good. And I think when we're, uh, I mean, we're, we're sort of talking about this, this walk with Him, you yeah. know, as a process, and I see these aspects of God's peace through what I get in return as I give. Right. Um, I, I don't think it's much more complicated than that. Like, we don't, we're never going to see the full picture.
0: Right. We only
1: see, like, on our small scales. And if we're not, if we're not walking with him, then we don't get that.
0: Oh, absolutely. And can you share the contrast of what was your, paint the picture for us. What was your life, but like mainly before you chose to follow Jesus and like sure. yeah, walking with him imperfectly, but like, how has that changed everything?
1: Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing is, um, I think everybody has a hole, mm-hmm. everybody has a, has a gap. Yeah. And it's built into our souls. It's yeah. built in there because everybody needs Jesus. Everybody needs God yeah. to be a part of their lives. Yeah, And people who uh, don't fill that with God, like I was, um, I was trying to fill it with literally everything else. Yeah, It was a lot of self-indulgence, a lot of anger. Uh, I wouldn't say anger right off the bat, but I had to find a cause to fight for. And yep. for me that was politics or that was um, some group or something that I felt like I belonged to. Yeah. And it's incredible how unhappy that makes you feel. And you don't know you're there until you start getting better. And you're like, whoa, I I can't believe that's where I was. Yeah. You know, you see that contrast. So as it got better, yeah. then it was even more of a thing in the rear view where I'm not going back there. Right. I know what this was like. I know how I felt. Right. I'm not going there anymore. It's awful.
0: Yeah, it was awful. Yeah. How do you fight for peace? How does that look like in your life? Is there any Mm. tangible habit or something that you can share with people listening?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, for me, every morning, um, I know it's weird, but I I pray in the car on my way to work. Um, And one of the things I've gotten in a habit of doing, this is so strange. Don't don't ridicule me for this, but (laughs) I love to look at the sky because it's like when I wake... I'm living in a basement so like I wake up to just the same thing every day. But when right. I get outside, I see like the beauty that has been presented for me today. Right. You know? And the first thing I do is I thank God for this beauty that yeah. I just get to witness on a daily basis in the morning. And then I pray in the car, you know, just talking to him. It's become more informal over time, which has been kind of cool. Yeah. And because of that, I think it's led me to think more about eternity. It's like, yes. okay, I need to think about not just what today is gonna to look like, but what is my forever? What is everyone's forever gonna look like? And it's sort of just a, a call to him to say, hey, guide me in what really matters, Ooh. where I, I really need to go, who I really need to talk to, and help me to avoid the things that aren't gonna get me there.
0: Absolutely. I love, I'm gonna end on that eternity mindset because it truly does, it brings direction to the rest of your day and yeah. the rest of your life. So do you have questions for me?
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah, I think I see a lot nowadays people tend to chase these emotions. They chase the feelings themselves. Yeah. Um, and I wonder, in your opinion, do you think it's better to chase peace or to seek peace or to seek a relationship with God?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> well, I think seeking a relationship with God, 100%, because it's almost a, when you seek a relationship with God, peace will come from that it's you know like he is peace like he is love he Mm -hmm. he said he calls himself all these things and what is that verse it's um peace i give to you right like and right how can i give you something if we're not in relationship with one another
1: absolutely yeah
0: and so i think when we are in pursuit of god like peace is one of those wonderful fruits Mm inside of it just flows from it yes yes so not that it's bad to pursue godly things but I think it's better to pursue the source of all the godly things,
1: and then everything just flows out of it. Yeah, yeah that's a really good point. And then for me, I'm going to be a father soon, which yes. is like exciting, but also, again, like a little anxiety-inducing. And yeah. I wanted to know, like, how do you, as a parent, uh, pursue peace, or what does peace look like as a parent?
0: That is a really great question, and I think every person who has a child, yeah. <laughs> it's something you fight for. Yeah. Um, But I think the way that I fight for peace in my family is um, confronting them well. Really? And having good boundaries. Because I think I have to confront whatever is causing the conflict, causing the disruption, causing the lack of peace um, to them and get eye level and address the heart, not the behavior, if that makes Mm, sense. Because I think it's so easy as a parent to like, Stop poking your sister. Stop do, like opening the door, like right. and yeah, sometimes. But if it's this, they keep doing things, and it's you have to recognize it's a heart thing. Mm-hmm. And I think addressing the heart every time and having that relationship with them, where like, hey, I love you. There's nothing you could do to get me to love you any more or get me to love you any less. Nothing mm-hmm. you do or don't do, like, because God is in you, because God is in me. My love is consistent. Right. And but we got to talk about this because of my love for you and. Having those conversations and confronting my children, and not just ignoring it. I mean, everything I, want, I everything inside of me wants to ignore it, wants me to brush it aside, <laughs> right. wants me to not take the time mm-hmm. to address things. And especially
1: I, if it's small, you know.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. and I don't do this perfectly, but um, I think loving them enough to dignify them, respect them, and remember that. I said this earlier, but the same soul that is in that child will be in heaven hopefully one day. Mm-hmm. And like to diminish and to undignify this person who our bodies are the only thing that changes. Our changes. The same soul that you were born with is in yeah. you right now. And I had a woman share that with me and it's it's helped me to have eternity mindset in my parenting and to treat them wow. and dignify them as the person that God formed in their womb that will be hopefully with him in eternity one day. You know. Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: So that has really transformed the way I bring peace. And again, like, imperfectly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. I mean, you know, like. I mean, uh, it's a a big aspiration, (laughs) yeah.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I mean, like having that, I think it changes everything. Having that goal in mind helps you focus. And then also, can I just add this? Being not too prideful to ask for forgiveness. I have to ask my kids for forgiveness. Oh, like asking them? Oh, every day. That brings peace. When I am able to admit that I am wrong and admit Mm -hmm. that I've screwed up, Oh my goodness, modeling that, like I just did something the other day and both my kids said, I'm sorry, like, sorry, mom, this is all my fault, not yours.
1: Wow. That's it, impressive.
0: It is, but it's only- And they, and they
1: see that, right? That's why, yeah. like, they wouldn't do that if that wasn't a thing, a habit around the house, right?
0: Yeah. And I, on the daily, you have to say like, this was all my fault or, and even go back. Like if I blame them for something being like, you know what, I'm, cause like we do that. I'm sorry. I blamed you. That really was all my fault. Will you forgive yeah. me? And that has brought a lot of peace in our family as well. Wow! So thank you for asking those. Oh my
1: goodness. Of course.
0: Yes. And thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited about this season and thank you for wrapping it up, Dallin. This was amazing. No problem. (laughs) Thank
1: you so much for having me.
0: Yes. And I cannot wait to catch you next season. Bye guys. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to follow us on our other social media platforms. We don't want you to miss out on any future content. Thank you so much again, guys. I hope you have a great day. And I want you to know I am personally praying that your roots stay strong.